What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there yo welcome to the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday super excited as always to be coming through your speakers through your earbuds wherever you listen to the bar we're grateful that you are listening and like i do every week i first of all love to thank the listeners thank you guys for tuning in to the bar your favorite podcast man and if you're listening right now take out your phone snapshot that screen player and uh, post it in your stories and tag the bar podcast. We would love to know that you are listening. And what I do every week is I bring you an awesome guest. Shout out to my man, Phil, for helping me uh, connect. And also Cody uh, for helping me connect with this uh, fine gentleman. I've known for a while from a distance. We have on none other than my brother, Jim. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing so good, man. You doing well today? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. It's sad that I had to move away to get you on my podcast. You know, I'm a little sad. I do. I really thought I was going to be able to just <laughs> walk up in your home studio and just kind of kick it with you, but I know. Yeah, that would have been so cool, man. But uh, nevertheless, we're here, Jim, and I um, always love to start the show by letting you introduce yourself. Uh, anything you want to share, you got the floor to do that right here. Oh, yeah, man. So my full name, because it makes me sound smart or something, is James Walker Thompson IV. My son is James Walker Thompson V, which is pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool. Once you get to four, you can't stop. Um, No, very, very happily married. My wife is Sarah with no H. My brother married a Sarah with an H, so we got to keep all the stuff straight in our family. My daughter, yeah, yeah, my daughter is Anna Jubilee. She lives up to her middle name. She's a little boss. She's eight years old. Nice. yeah, I'm a pastor at Fellowship Greenville Church. Um, my official title is like equipping and teaching pastors. I'm one of our teaching pastors here. Um, yeah, man, I love like theology, philosophy, music, and hymns and that kind of stuff. I just love the world of ideas and uh, just honored to serve God's people here at Fellowship Greenville in Greenville, South Carolina. I will say, dude, okay, so this is the greatest thing about me. Here it is. <laughs> my mom and dad are James and Donna, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife's mom and dad are James and Donna. Mm. Now, both of them were married on December 30th, 1978 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Stop Time. Stop it, Zone. man. Stop it. Baby, I'm say, that's, <laughs> hey, isn't that so good? That's just, dude, that's predestination. That is. One. That is. <laughs> Golly. I, I would never. Wow. Yeah. That it is sounds amazing. like something in a bad movie, but it's real. That's, that's <laughs> Wow. 
I, I don't even know where to follow up with that one, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That's like my go-to intro thing where people are just like, what are you? That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is. That's amazing. Like, you know, they, we always uh, teach and preach that there's no one when it comes to marriage, but I think you found your one. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. It, it was great not to have to pray about our dating relationship or our marriage or anything. It's like, all right, Lord, I see you. Just chill. This you is know? it. This is it right here. I mean... So good. Couldn't ask for no better. Awesome, brother. Well, listen, I'll be honest. I didn't know that uh, you were uh, a pastor. Uh, I knew you for something else. Uh, so would you introduce uh, the something else that I may know? Oh, you yeah. <laughs> oh, the something else. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, man. It's called uh, Hymns and Hops, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's people get together and sing the old hymns and have a few sips of the hops. And we've been doing it in... Greenville for, yeah, I think December 16, 2016 was our first round of it. But then, man, it started to become such a big deal. <clears throat> At one point, we had about 1,200 people downtown on Main Street in Greenville, South Carolina. I mean, every denomination you could think of, like, I always like make jokes like, hey, how many Baptists and Presbyterians right. and Wesleyans? And I'm like, anybody Roman Catholic out there? <laughs> and one year we did it, when we did it downtown, it was the Sunday after Easter, which our Eastern Orthodox friends, that's mm-hmm. their Easter. They do a, a, a week behind. And I was like, did I leave anybody out, like denominationally? Mm-hmm, and this girl, mm-hmm. I'm Eastern Orthodox. And I was like, yo, sister, happy Easter. And she was blown <laughs> away that I knew the Eastern Orthodox calendar. Right. But uh, sorry, that's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, but like, <laughs> I love that it's like interdenominational and it's just get together at a bar or a pub and sing these old hymns. And so we've been doing it in. Greenville for several years and a few launched in Texas and other places. So yeah, it's pretty fun and kind of different. And people, every time people hear about it, they're like, wait, you do what now? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a fun, a fun little thing to, to do. Wow. That is cool, man. That's, yeah, that's where, like I said, I, I connected with you. Uh, and, you know, it's funny when I first told my wife about it, you know, cause the way we were brought up, you know, you, you hymns and hops, like what? No way, dude. Blasphemy. Yeah, total blasphemy. That is. Yeah, man. And I got the shirt too, man. I'll be wearing it, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's what Phil like saw me uh, working out. I was working out and I had the shirt on and he was like, man, I need to connect you, man. You got an awesome shirt. So, uh, oh, who gave you a shirt? I have no idea. It's the gray joint. It's the gray one. No, I went. like So I went, and I don't oh, know if nice. somebody bought it for me. I, like, I went to, I think I went to two of them. Um, okay. Yeah, two hymns and hops or whatever. And I, I don't oh, know. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I don't know if somebody bought it for me or somebody gave it to me, but I have a gray hymns and hops shirt, gray with the green letters. Uh, green. Oh, dude, this guy, <clears throat> the guy who made that logo for us, did it like overnight. And I think he's working like in in video with Apple right now in California. I mean, like, wow. he's a big deal. But he's a friend of mine. Yeah, and he just kind of put it together for us. But I'm like, hey, that's pretty. That's pretty legit, man. Yeah, no, it's it's one of my favorite shirts. That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that that is really cool. I love the concept. I had a great time each time I went, um, and and just really enjoyed that, man. But so what I'm a, I'm gonna go into because I didn't know about the pastor thing. And one of the things I love to focus on is, uh, you know, local pastors and things like that. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, how did you get to where you are uh, at this church? Uh, were you mm-hmm. part of the plant? Did you get hired? Tell me a little bit about that process. Yeah. Yeah, man. <clears throat> no, dude, it's a, it's a, it's a great story. 
my dad is um, a Southern Baptist pastor, and he is one of the good ones that, like, if I talk about him for too long, I'll start crying. I wrote a book and <laughs> dedicated it to him about 10 years ago, and the little dedication page was just like, I want to be just like you one day. I want to grow right. up to be you. Like, my dad's just such a boss. He's a gangster. And so um, I always saw the good version of the pulpit, the good version of shepherding and ministry, and and it was winsome to me and beautiful to me and he just really lived out the gospel and loved people in jesus name and um so i just kind of felt like i always had that and it was really natural um and so all along that time i was going to christian schools and stuff and so my mama was big time involved in, in christian schools and there's a christian school here in greenville called Southside christian and that's where i went for high school and the church excuse me the school was uh planted and started by a church called Southside baptist that was like Founded with Bob Jones, yep. super tight back in the day. <clears throat> and um, so I got to know that church through going to high school there. And then I just kind of kept touch with a lot of people there. And that church became Fellowship Greenville, what it is today. And so after I finished my master's degree, I was at a different church and hopping around and I found an opening. And the Lord just kind of brought me back to kind of that same world, even though the school and the church are different right now. <clears throat> it's still the same extended world of, you know, kind of God's family. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I always kind of like obviously respected and thank God for my dad. And I saw a, a good pastor, not somebody who was in it for cash or somebody who was in it for power or, or whatever. Right. He was just a faithful minister. And so I, I felt I had a good example of that. And then with my education and stuff, God provided an open door to, for me to be on staff at this church. And it's a bigger church, dude. I, I would say that before the COVID crazy hit, we were probably, on campus altogether, like 2,600 people wow. on uh, on staff. Um, you know, my dad was always pastor of a church of 200, 300. Right. Um, and so it's it's big, big mama, big machine over here. But uh, <laughs> awesome, awesome, wonderful, godly people. And it's an honor to work here. And yeah, I love it. Good deal. So what are some of your uh, responsibilities there? What are some of the things you kind of, you head up there? Yeah, man, I, I, I divide my job description into like thirds, kind of. Nice. A third of it is I preach a third of the times on Sunday morning. So um, it's me and another primary teaching pastor guy. And that's fun. I love the preaching and teaching thing. And then a, another third of it is like uh, I get to help with our summer internship with college students, which is, always gives me so much life. I love it so much. They're here. They're here right now. Probably knocking down my door or something. Um, <laughs> they're super cool and just bring a lot of energy and it's cool to teach them and be like, dude, this is what gospel looks like in a local church setting. Right. Um, and then the last third of my job would be the uh, the ministerial junk drawer. The uh, forgive me, but like Miriam and Barium and everything in between, <laughs> like babies and counseling and, right. and family stuff and divorce and theological questions and. Um, so yeah, I, I love that I have a, a nice assortment and grab bag of responsibilities. Um, but man, I really do love my job and thank God for it so much. It's fun. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And I appreciate you sharing, I guess the, the lead up to that. Cause like I said, I have a lot of, uh, local pastors that listen and, um, and always, you know, you can always grab something out of somebody's story, man. And yeah. just, you know, help you or apply to you or just hearing that somebody is going through the same thing, which is, which mm. is cool. So, uh, getting into that, uh, uh, tell me what were some of the challenges on coming back to, I guess you can kind of say your, I ain't gonna say home church, but coming back to a, a familiar place and being in a leadership role, what, what were some of the challenges you faced with that? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a great question. I, it's, 
I, the older I'm getting, I'm just finding out that people's blessing is also their curse. Mm. <clears throat> like I know people who are so, 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 so smart and godly and sweet, but their smartness will kind of turn them to the arrogance or the pride thing mm-hmm. um, and whatever. And so uh, I'll state it in the positive and then the negative. The positive is like most Sunday mornings here feel like a big, huge, ridiculous, happy family reunion. It's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? What's up, dude? Because it's like, oh, I went to high school with you. And then now you got kids. I remember, oh, your mom or your dad was one of my teachers in high school and they're still here. And so like, it can feel like a big, fun family reunion. But, you know, family reunion just like, oh, yeah, well, this person said this to me <laughs> up eight years ago and I still don't forgive them for it. Those right. idiots. Like, you know, right. um, and so everybody knows my garbage and my pride and my sin. And there's a beauty to that because we still want to aim for grace and aim for unity and Christ likeness and all those things. Right. But there can be a a unique weightiness to the history of it all Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's hard for, for us to, you know, um, to be patient with people or whatever. So it's, I would just go, it's a family reunion vibe for me, for other people, it's not the case, but it's a family reunion thing. And that comes along with, positives and, and negatives everybody got that crazy uncle <laughs> that's the problem dude i'm the crazy uncle <laughs> i got you i got you good deal, no, that's, man. That's, that's a little too real you know <laughs> awesome man awesome so uh going back to hymns and hot man tell me tell me the genesis of that man where where did the hmm. idea come from uh and you know you kind of talked about how it started and what it grew to or whatever but where did the whole yeah. idea come from to, to to start that? I mean, I mean, I, I'll give you my personal version of that. I grew up in church and I always loved the old hymns. Just love it, love it, love it. There's like a, even down to, I'm a music guy too. So even down to the melodies are different than modern melodies. But I just love how folksy and simple and the theology, it's like, I love it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've also, you know, getting near 30 and I'm like, well, I, I now I like these craft beers, you know, and i pretend to be a, a snobby IPA guy or whatever. And I like these crap beers. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I like this one thing, hymns. I like this other thing, these crap beers and just never thought about them together. And then I got a call from a buddy of mine who was a bartender up in North Carolina. He goes, you will not believe what's happening at my bar right now. This is 2015. Mm-hmm. He goes, there are people in here singing hymns. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like my people. I thought, I was like, what do I need to do about this? And so I kind of jokingly sent it to a friend of mine mm-hmm. who is Mr. Like do things, make things happen, execute stuff, plan mm-hmm. event. Like he's Mr. I'm more chill on that front. Sure. And I, I, he immediately responded to me and said, we're doing it. And I was like, <laughs> all, all right. And I'm like, I already sit around and play guitar and might sip on a beer by myself right. and right. sing old hymn. But if you want to put people in front of me, like I ain't got no problem with that, but uh, I'm not going to plan that stuff. <laughs> right. And so he planned it and worked it all together. And then December, I don't know, 12th, 13th or something of 2016, I think we had about 80 people mm-hmm. at a little like coffee shop bar thing here in Greenville. And um, it was fun. And I was like, dude, if we just keep doing it and it's this, I didn't even have a microphone. Like I sat yeah. on a speaker and I didn't even have a microphone, but I was like, hey, y'all sing this. Like it was just kind of <laughs> ghetto and awesome. Yeah. And I thought, man, that was great. I would do that again. Sure. And then the next time it was like, Maybe a hundred and I don't know, a hundred people. And the next time 150. And then we started doing about 250 and we had to move to bigger locations. And yeah, it was, it was this weird thing. 
Uh, And I think, I I mean, it sounds so weird to say, I think the Lord blessed it, but I think he did, you know, (laughs) it was a really, it does sound weird. I still, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. Guilty for being like, I like beer on a podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm going to have to go do some Hail Marys or something. But I do think he did. There are lots of beautiful, simple stories of people coming to that and going, dude, I really should pay more attention to what God's doing in my life. I should Mm -hmm. think more about what, what Jesus did for me and how much he loves me. Right. And we don't do any preaching at things. I mean, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, Hey, hey, y'all, let's sing a bunch. And then we just, we just let it rip. And it's just kind of like fun and, and sing the old things, sing them really loud. And, um, so yeah, I love the I love the kind of slow evolution of how it's grown. Cause it's not fancy and lights and stuff. We're kind of, yeah, uh, kind of ghetto and low key about it, but it, it's, it's been I really fun. It. Yeah, no, I love it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm a little disappointed. I thought you were like at a campfire, singing hymns, drinking beer. I was like, you know what? Let's do this for every now, nah, but I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, that and that's, you know, that that was the draw for me. I mean, first, you know, like I said, hanging with Phil, you know, uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil will get you in some places. You're like, what's going on, Phil? So, <laughs> but, but, you oh, know. Yeah, I've got his little... I've got his uh, little thing he gave oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to Cody for the Westminster effects. I always miss yeah. up Westminster. Uh, he always get on me for killing it. So whatever. <laughs> anyway, Cody, that's free advertisement if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you owe us, bro. Right, right. But no, man, um, like I said, I, I, I love that aspect of it, the simplicity mm-hmm. of it, the, you know, uh, you know, I grew up, like I said, with the hymns as well. Um, and, and just bringing those two worlds together, uh, was, was a really good experience. Um, and, and like I said, I, I really enjoy it. So hats off to you for stepping out and doing it or to the friend that said, let's make it happen. Uh, it's all happen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a good deal. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Truth and Fire, the podcast, is brought to you by TruthandFire.com, where we explore faith and pop culture from a witty Christian perspective. Each episode, we pick up where our blog content leaves off. We answer some of your most pressing questions, respond to reader feedback, and address our critics where warranted and appropriate. So head on over to TruthandFire.com forward slash the podcast and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Oh, and I'm your host, All right, we're back in here with my man, Jim. And Jim, this is the side of the podcast where we do the bar signature question. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. And the first signature bar question is, which I guess we might know, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, dude, I do love the old hymns. I really do. I I think one of the fun parts about loving the old hymns is I don't love a lot of uh, renditions of them. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of them are cheesy and overproduced (laughs) and... And they're like, oh, let me add a chorus to this. And 
jump an octave and it's just like just let the thing be you know mm-hmm. so i do like it's almost like a game to find good versions of that renditions of that uh speaking of my this is an awkward plug and but every summer my summer interns we've gotten together and had a big hymn sing mm-hmm. and we've recorded them all and put them online on spotify and it's called saint cecilia and the melody makers which <laughs> she's a patron saint of music in the catholic church <laughs> and i'm not close to catholic uh, but it's all these old hymns. Did, just, did y'all just didn't want anybody to find it? Is that was that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that's another weird story. Somebody the first year we had the interns, they were like, "Let's record us singing," and I was like, "Okay, it'll sound like trash," and <laughs> it did sound like trash. And I was like, "But you know what? I'll still add a add some stuff and just put it out there on the on the Spotify and whatever." Mm-hmm. So I like kind of I like the old hymns. It's fun to to have some out there with me and some friends singing them. Um, I, I'm also a big, like, uh, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know how to put it. Like folk sounds bad, but like, I love Avid brothers and there's a band called dolls. D a W E S Taylor Goldsmith is one of the best songwriters ever. Um, there's a dude from Portland. He's friends with the Bible project guys, but his name is Wesley Randolph eater E A D E R. Mm-hmm. And he makes this like Western Carolina nasally Appalachian tent revival music and it is my everything you know i can I'm saying? see it his first i can dude, you, what did you got, just describe i can i can almost hear it yeah he's, he weighs 108 pounds and he's like this tiny little dude but it's so his first record the theology on it was so rich and good i cried the first time i listened to it, it was wow. so good but i still love like i grew up on punk rock and and heavier music and that so i still love that stuff like old ska and, and hardcore yeah so I, i'm a music snob and i I think my music is better than yours. Like I just, I'm, I'm annoying to be around when it comes to, <laughs> to music stuff. But yeah. Gotcha. All right. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? And my listeners can't see, but you got a whole bunch of books behind you. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well with my, uh, particular intern, my pastoral intern, I'm reading, uh, Keller's book, the prodigal prophet with him, mm-hmm. which is a really, really good take. Um, uh, Keller, you know, Keller doesn't miss. There's this, uh, oh, Matt Chandler just used this. He just preached the revelation and good grief. That series is unbelievable, but it's like a, it's a book on discipleship through the, through the book of revelation mm. by Daryl Johnson. It's called discipleship on the edge, <clears throat> which is really good. I'm actually writing a book right now on like the philosophy of, of singing, like a philosophy and a theology of singing. And so I've got these, I've got a book of collection of like, Oh, dude, of slave songs that are so good. I got one mm-hmm. um, called A Philosophy of Music written in the 1890s by this girl I'd never heard of. And so I'm finding really interesting philosophical, theological, historical books on singing. Nice. So sadly, that's not as fun as uh, other stuff. I got other books at home I'm reading. But cool. yeah, that Keller book uh, is it, really good. Keller's just such, such a gifted communicator about the gospel. Yeah. Good deal. All right, man. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Okay, yeah. My my boy, Matty Chan, Matt Chandler, uh, his sermon series on Revelation recently was really, really unbelievable. I'm, I'm getting out my phone. I feel so bad. Uh, <laughs> you ever listen to the Happy Rant guys? Oh, yeah. They're, they're OGs <laughs> in the game. Oh, man. Those guys. I, I just I love them so much. It's it's a breath of fresh air. So I do the Happy Rant guys, the Bible Project guys. Um, N.T. Wright has one. Ask N.T. Wright anything. Really like him. Um, oh, dude, this is a great music one. 
uh, Dave Barnes is a musician. I actually don't like his music that much, but he has a music one called Dave's Five Hot Takes. It's pretty <clears throat> funny and like witty, and he's he's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are some other like. There's a guy, a stand-up comedian named Pete Holmes, who inter- interviews a lot of interesting people, and he I, I, he's not following Jesus right now. He grew up <clears throat> in the church, but he always, I mean, he'll interview like Jim Gaffigan and Jimmy Fallon and Jerry Seinfeld and all these guys. And Rob, he's friends with Rob Bell, but he asks all the weird Al Yankovic. He, he interviews him for like two hours. And the last two questions he asks, like, you got your three. His last two are, uh, what is the meaning of the universe? Like, is there a God and, and all this stuff? Um, and then the second one is what's the hardest you've ever laughed? Mm. Like, those are his two questions. Mm-hmm. And to hear like Jim Gaffigan, answered that or right. or whoever so it, it, he can get crass and interesting but uh he, he interviews some some pretty unique people but yeah i love my podcast game i'm nice. listening to one right now on the history of vaping and <laughs> which is awkward and <laughs> <laughs> but, you know really spiritual that is funny the history <laughs> of vaping <laughs> it's the va- it's wondery they make like good storytelling I uh, got you. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it on this one. You're like, no, dude, why did I have you on this new podcast? Oh, the history of vaping. <laughs> yeah, and I don't vape. Just please let the record show. Uh, it man, it don't matter. But, you know, we're at the bar, man. This is the bar podcast. We're good. You're welcome. <laughs> good deal, brother. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show, man. It's been really fun. Uh, sad that we had to meet this way officially. Uh, when we lived in the same area for 12 years. Uh, <laughs> that is that's super sad, dude. Like, we, we owe each other. We owe each other something. Yeah, yeah. Here. yeah. yeah we, we got to connect for sure. Um, next time I'm, I'm back in town, man. But again, thank you again for your time, bro. Um, I always give my guests an opportunity to kind of close this out. Any words of encouragement you want to give uh, as we get up out of here? Oh, man, I just, I don't know. I, I was asked the other day what, how to encourage younger pastors. And then just said, uh, learn to study scripture as much as you learn to study people, figure out why God made it the way, made them the way he did so that you can see his beauty and glory and goodness and all the details that's there. And uh, that's just kind of what I, I want to push my life to is like, I want to examine God's word in such a way that I trust him more. And I'm, if I'm a, happiness in him more and more and, and also I want to study and love and encourage people in such a way that they're pushed to do the same so yeah that's that's what I try to push in my own heart and that's what I try to annoy my interns with is study God's word study people love God love others make it happen man awesome awesome brother I appreciate that to the bar listeners appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar podcast your favorite podcast make sure you tune in every Tuesday also, go to thebarpodcast.com and check out all of the bar podcasts. If you need some bar gear, go to thebargear.com. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.